Told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm gonna get millions. Watch this. In the project living, Damn. spoke it till existence. Voila. More change than 50, got more cars than Diddy. Oh I only weigh 180, but my watch cost 250. What's up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, today we've got a good show for you. Uh, we haven't recorded it yet, but I know it's gonna be really good because. Uh, DJ, DJ God is in the house. What's up, dude? Dude, it's good to be here. It's great to Seriously. be here. I'm here every day. Yeah. I know how great no, it is. I, I, I love being <laughs> back here. Uh, I'm going to start by uh, sort of, some might say, kissing your butt a little bit. But really? I, 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 okay, honestly, you need I, me to bend over? <laughs> I just showered. Like, guys, give us the room real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by but, the way, we also have. DJ, has, who has figured out not to, he hasn't made up his own nicknames it's yet. It's Jizzle. D-Jizzle. D-Jizzle. That D-Jizzle. sounds a little sexual. Driplets. I was going to yeah. say it doesn't D-Jizzle and the driplets. Yeah, the best right. I got. <laughs> the best I got. Take it or leave it. And then we got, we got uh, Mr. Sal over there. What's going on, Sal? What's going on? Uh, so, Vaughn, yeah. proceed with the, uh, with the booty yeah. uh, admiration. He ain't got no, no ass. Dude, How are you going to um, kiss him? motherfucker. I've been trading glutes like a mofo, I dude. Don't, this, is, this is, Andrew got abs and I got ass. There's no, yeah. like, I don't have abs. I'm convinced that, that. God, I was made without abs. I, w- I would challenge you on that and just say you're, I don't know, every other night habit of Bacardi and diet is probably the reason that you don't have abs. I actually can't believe that you would fucking dismiss my every night ability. <laughs> <laughs> That's disheartening. I, I didn't get abs or ass. I got something else. But Oh, yeah? You Would you feet? get bald head? <laughs> Good ankles. Exactly. Quick wits. Exactly. Not the looks. Exactly. No, so... Uh, let me lead into this with a little story. So we, we, our neighborhood in Manhattan is great. Like there's just the best people. We all get along there, you know, now we are talking build. about Manhattan, Kansas, right. yeah, Manhattan, yeah. Kansas. And uh, other- what's funny is that we've got these neighbors down that, you know, like two doors down They're, you know, they're, they're decent looking people and, and they're really cool. They're from the South. Well, the other day, uh, my wife was on, was on Facebook and she was on somebody's profile and I was like, dang, who's that? She said, that's our neighbor, Kristen. I go, wow, it is crazy how different people look like on Facebook and social media. But then when you, when you meet them in person, so many people just, it's not that she doesn't look good in, in real life. Look at you just like, walking yourself yeah. in it. Yeah. <laughs> no, this but no, that's here's okay. how this is going to work. It's a time bomb, bro. You know, how, <laughs> see, see no, 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 Sal, listen, how's listen. this going to work? Well, I know how it should work. If you were smart, you'd go over and put a pineapple in her front yard. <laughs> I know all about that from I Newtown. You, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a, that's a St. Louis thing. This is gonna. I, what's that you, mean? Oh, you don't I'm know lost. what pineapple means for real? What? Oh, the, okay, on. so actually, truth is, like Kevin Hart, it, it's really sneaky because it means two things. It means hospitality, or it means swinging. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. So, the, so the joke is, is so they. So do, I've been doing this wrong the whole time. The whole time, you ain't got a big enough pineapple, bro. <laughs> well, I, I, so so we've derailed. I'll get back to what I was gonna say, but but Newtown here in St. Louis. Which is that? How do you describe it? It is. I, sorry, dude. I I can't help this, but I I didn't know why I was getting all those pineapples. I thought people <laughs> yeah, just being right. fucking nice. Right. That's the invite. Yeah. So so Newtown is a is basically a. It's a like U- Pleasantville. Yeah, they it's a, it's it a, in the middle of cornfields. Yeah. It is like the I, whole concept behind Newtown is that we've we've like the modern age has kind of it's it's lost that sense of community and closeness and neighborhood. So they built a, a whole housing development like a sub subculture and where the houses are close there's like a 
There's like a local delicatessen. There's like a little church that's in the middle of the whole post house. office. Right. And everywhere you look, there's pineapples. And I noticed <laughs> that. And I'm like, what's that all about? And they said, well, whoever is the marketing director for Newtown is a genius because pineapples can either mean hospitality or what Sal thinks they mean, which I did a little research and it does mean that. But yeah. How do we I'm, get on pineapples? Well, because- you were gonna place a pineapple too. Oh no no, no 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 no! So 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 I'm not. Were you I'm trying not, to give me a pineapple? No no no! <laughs> so I'm not in any way saying that. Came in right real out, life. Let me kiss your ass. I'm not in any way saying Fun. that. In there real life, there is no way a pineapple will fit in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. DJ on the other hand prefers it. You know, guys, I gotta stay. I gotta I gotta stay employed now. I mean, all right, the, all right, the, the situation you didn't is say different. It, we said all right, all right, all right. <laughs> hey, we get yelled at all the time for talking over each other. No 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 no. So go ahead. But no, so so what I was saying is I'm not saying that that. The, the woman who lives two doors down from us is not attractive in real life. What I'm saying is there's such a radical, you know, with so many people, there's such a radical difference in their appearance. But I said to Kasha, I said, you know what's kind of funny, though? I said the one person who is literally looks the same in real life as he does on social media, who is the same in real life as he is in social media, is Andy Fasella. Like, Thanks, you dude. just, like, there's no social media Andy and real life Andy. Like, it's just the facts. It's funny you say that because I get accused a lot of people like, oh, dude, who's this You know, this character you're trying to play? I'm like, no. bro, trust me, uh, whatever you don't like, it's way worse in real life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I mean, I mean, it is, it's really refreshing. And like, I miss that, Thank dude. You. So I, I just want to say that. And Sal, you're like that too. I but, was just going to say, fuckhead. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what you see is what you get. It's in the DNA. <laughs> no, it, it is. And, and I would say, yeah, you, you guys got that honestly from we, your dad. because I your dad, would say most of the people that, I would say most of the people in our little community are pretty much like you're forced to be that way around us because you, you're. Yeah. No, it's kind of like the busting balls thing we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you were far from that, eh, you're you gonna get called get your, out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you're gonna get yeah. you. You're gonna get ridden pretty hard. Probably plus, hard enough to where plus, you leave, <laughs> dude. The thing is, too, like we were talking before we got on the air, we were talking a little bit about the cancel culture thing, right? The, the cancel culture only works on people that fucking aren't the same as who they are right. online and in real life. Yeah, it's the catfish. That's right. Yeah. So like. Right. You know, you you could say whatever you want about someone, but if that's who they are, it's who they are. Right. You know, and I just feel like, you know, the authenticity that you bring on social media actually, you know, it, if you, as long as you're who you are, you don't have yeah. nothing to worry about. Well, right. we talked about that earlier, too, before, though. We were like, you know, so many people, they build up these expectations of what this person's supposed to be like. Right. You know, and, and it's set so high that they just get disappointed because yeah. when you meet them, it's like, well, shit, that, that's a yeah, little I different. Know, it's like everybody thinks you're tall, dark, and handsome. And exactly. then they meet you. And, and they meet like, like damn, he's even taller, darker, and handsome. <laughs> yeah. 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 We were talking yeah. the other day on cardio. We were, we were, DJ and I were just talking. It's like, you know, <clears throat> people do that in social media world. You know, they build these people up to be whatever it is, you know, that they want them to be, right? right. And, the minute that they find out that you aren't that all the time, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're a piece of shit. Yep. And yeah. dude, we have this mentality in, in society. Like I was, I was the, the reason what I was, we were DJ and I were talking about like live events and live groups and like what it's like meeting people in real life versus social and all these things. And I was explaining to him that the, the truth is, and, and this, this is just not a popular, it's not going to be a popular thing to say. Some people are probably going to get mad about it. But it is the truth. You know, I meet a lot of people who, you know, they want to come meet or whatever, or they have this idea of, of what I'm about or what we're about or whatever. And the, 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 
the mentality is so high in in their head of what they want it to be that, that by meeting your hero, it's almost a disappointment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and and it makes you feel like shit, and it makes you not want to meet anybody. Like, I can't imagine what it would really be like to actually be like real famous and to constantly have people disappointed in you because right. you're not a super fucking person that people think. Right. You know, and I don't know, man. Like observing what's happening right now in society in terms of like how harshly people are judging other people for all different kinds of things. It's hard. It's hard to watch because, you know, it's almost like if you say one thing and, you know, back in 2007, you know, people erase you from the history books. You're not allowed to evolve as a person. No, it's crazy. All of your mistakes and all the things that you said, but shouldn't uh, that be the Shouldn't that be like a, shouldn't, shouldn't we be able to look back at people who said and did ignorant shit back in the day and say, fuck, they're not that person anymore. Like, that's a good thing. Well, right. I think, I think that's hard to do though, because if you don't know their intent, that's the, that's the key. Yeah. You can have somebody that makes a mistake. Oh God, I'm so sorry. But you're still making the same mistake. Like, yeah, there's what, a lot what's of the that. intent behind it? Right. Yeah. I right. mean, that, I think that's well, the problem where we're at. But I mean, I think in my opinion, I think to, to Vaughn's point, the whole the whole point is to progress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so the idea is that if you looked at something in 2007, you would say, Hey, you know what? Guy was a shitbag, or a guy yeah. did a shitty thing or he's an yeah. alcoholic or he's a drug addict. Look at him now. Exactly. Kicking fucking yeah. ass. And you I know, actually, in fact, I got a great story like this. Yeah, with, you do. With Jut. Yeah, my, that's my right. My buddy Jut. you know, he's, he's, uh, you know, next drug addict, you know, he, he played college baseball, college graduate, had a great job, got hooked on the wrong shit, went down the wrong path. And I mean, wrong path. Like, like wrong path, like Sal had to go down to the fucking crack neighborhood and literally go in a fucking crack house when he was fucked up and pull him out. Oh, yeah. Those were yeah. some interesting nights. Yeah. And um, long story short, you know, you look at him now, he's a successful businessman. He's got a great business. He's married. He's got two beautiful kids. He's rocking and rolling. Like, you can't judge the motherfucker his whole life off not, of not what 2007 that, was. Not right. only that, he, he you know... Dude, if you needed that guy, you called him. He'd be there in two seconds he'd, right now. He'd be here, and it, it would take him six minutes to get here. Yes. It's probably seven so because he's slow. It's sad that we've evolved to this point in society where, you know, whatever the worst moment of your life is, you're branded that. Yeah. You know, and that's, dude, that is, you guys out there who are, like, jumping on the train of, of the cancel thing and, like, boycotting everybody and this and that, just remember, when the universe gives you what you get, or I'm mean, sorry, is going to give you what you put out there. And eventually your time's going to come. This is why, like, now, dude, I will say this with an asterisk. Yeah. If these motherfuckers are doing shit with kids, like everybody's yeah. saying. Yeah. I was about to say that, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not with that. And, and, and I honestly think those people should be dealt with in the harshest possible way. Yep. And you know what that means. No, I, I, I think that's the other side of that coin, as, yeah. Cal, as Sal likes to say. You know, like, I mean, I feel like there's certain shit that we have to agree as a society that is unacceptable. I can't accept right. that. You That's know what I'm right. saying? Because I also, I'm also, I'll be the first person to say, dude, I, like, I live by, you know, we are the choices we make. You know, and being able to, to own those choices, you know, and like, okay, yeah, you said you're sorry, but that doesn't fucking fix it. You right. know what I'm saying? So, like, in cases like pedophiles, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't, I right. don't care if you feel like you turn your life to God. I'm like, there's just a certain part of me. I can't accept it. Well, to, that, to that point, though, I mean, historically, there's a reason why at, at public executions for, for people th- that did heinous things, mm-hmm. there was a priest or there was a pastor. Yeah. And so the, the idea was, Yes, there is forgiveness from God 
for, yeah. for anything. Any right. one of us can be forgiven, but there's still consequences. Exactly. Today, and and I ain't God. And I yeah. got to give you the forgi right. forgiveness. So, so, yeah, I mean, there's a big difference between saying somebody's forgiven by God. Yeah. You still have to pay a consequence. Right. Like, it, as far as the world's concerned. But to your, to go, going back to your story, was his name Judd, you said? Judd. Judd. Yeah. Okay. So, going back to your story, let's suppose at that moment in, in, in Judd's story when he was at the lowest, that he had some interaction with somebody of another race. And it was on, you know, it was on the uh, on his cell phone. And let's say he just used some racial slurs. So in the context of that, he's already he's living his worst life. He uses racial slurs. Twenty years later, he's an upstanding guy. He's an upstanding. He's an upstanding uh, CEO. He's got a family. Somebody picks picks that up from that time and says canceled. Right? I mean, isn't that how it works? Yeah, yeah, that is how. It's, isn't that scary that for it, all of us? I, you know, yeah, because it, it, you know, and a lot of people are going to, you know, say, well, you should never. And I agree that you shouldn't, but I also understand that like every single one of you listening is a, is guilty of some fucking shit. That's 100%. it. Oh, we all have our own glass house. <clears throat> That's right. Everybody as many, it, you know, the goal should have to have as few rocks in your front yard as possible. However, yeah, we still, all got some rocks. Yeah. And you know, and don't throw them. Like, that's the thing is like, dude, part of being a good person in my, in my opinion, and I'm obviously not the good person police, but you know, <laughs> I, I think that it's important for people to, you know, have empathy to understand that, you know, Vaughn, you got your struggles. Sal's mm -hmm. got his struggles. DJ, you got your struggles. Yeah. I got my struggles too. And we haven't always executed humanity as that's the point of being human, right? You're going to make mistakes. You're going to learn from it. You're going to evolve. And what you should do is take those lessons that you learn from what, whatever they are, what, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, it, it, unless it's pedophilia. I don't, I, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> Yeah. Just being honest, no, I, agree. I can't, I can't justify that in any way. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, it's sad, man. We've been we've been programmed right now to attack, 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 and now we're to the point where, you know, people are afraid to speak. They're mm -hmm. afraid to say who they want to win for president. That yeah. like we can't even have a discussion anymore. The labels. And I did a story on this on Instagram the other day. I don't know if you caught it, but it was about uh, the labels that everybody's throwing around. You know, there's a lot of danger to be considered with with all these label labeling that's going around of you know racist and uh, misogynist, and narcissist, sexist, yeah. narcissist, homophobe, all right. these labels. And you know, it's so it's become so the wave of this labeling of other Americans, regardless has become so big that it's almost like, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, like if someone said, Hey, you're fucking racist, bro, you were losing your job. You were, you were being dealt with for real. Like your, mm -hmm. your life pretty shitty. Mm -hmm. Now uh, they follow Dean. Huh? Follow Dean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So like, and, and I'm not excusing anybody's behavior, but I am saying that we need as a society to be aware that the more we falsely accuse people just because they think differently than us, the less those, the less power those labels have. And that's a problem because what do we do about the actual victims of those things? Yeah. The actual cases of racism, the actual cases of sexism, the actual cases of, you know, uh, misogyny or uh, homophobia. Like how do we know when it's real versus right. when it's just, Shit. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, if if everybody's a racist, nobody's. Racist. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So like, this is you know, as adults, I think it's important that 
somebody start talking about how our obligation to the next generation, because Vaughn, your kids, Sal, your kids, DJ, your kids that are coming down the pipe, they're going to have problems with these issues. They're going to face these issues in real world when they're 20, 30 years old. How are we going to know if they're being a victim or what the who's doing what if everybody's this? Right. You see what I'm saying? And it's very to me, I, I just could be real, dude. I felt I've been very disheartened by humanity lately um, by the lack of empathy. And, and as much as I, you know, you go back and listen two years ago and I make fun of Gary saying it so much. It's it's the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, now we're in a situation where. There is none. Yeah. And it's this side or that side. And then inside those sides, there's separation, right? Like how, like how much of a, of a liberal are you? Right. Are you, are you wanting, are you a Marxist? Are you wanting to, you know, take down the world? Are you a, a, a standard Democrat? Who's probably a pretty good person and just believes in a little bit different lot. Are you in the middle? Like, yeah. we're, we're dividing ourselves in all these subcategories that, create, that are creating these arguments online. And then we throw in on top of it the misinformation that's being dealt with us um, through the media channels and through the government and through celebrities and people of influence. Man, it is just like, it's a lot. It I, is. And it's, what's crazy is that I think we've really lost the ability to be nuanced in the way that we evaluate people. So like. I want for the people that are really, really the worst victimizers of the whole cancel culture. Yeah. I really want to sit down with them and say, listen, take a deep breath. I want you to ask yourself if in a moment of anger or a moment of, you know, like you're just tired, you're fed up in dealing with another human being. Have you ever used a phrase that was demeaning to them because of maybe their race or their sex or whatever? You've never, ever done that. And this, the follow up question that I have for them is. Do you see a difference between an, a generally good person who in a moment of weakness uses a racial slur versus someone who's just straight out a racist? So to me, we've lost that ability to do that. Like, I think the average person, if everybody on the planet was like condemned to five years in prison, if in fact they had ever used uh, some sort of slur about another people group, another sex, another sexual orientation, everybody on the freaking planet would be in jail. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. But, but, yeah, I agree. The, but the problem like, with that, you know though, Vaughn, is the, the stuff is, 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 is promoted through our, our rap music. It's promoted through all this stuff. So it's like, when is it okay? When is it not? And, and how do I, how am I, even as a black guy, like, I can't tell you what, what to say. I think the bigger issue, I mean, the bigger question that I have personally is like, wh- why exactly did being called a racist, like when, it, and when and why did it lose its weight? Overuse. I mean, you know, is, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, there's a lot that goes into well, it. But like, you know, DJ, why is it? You know, I, I I can only speak, you know, from from what I observe, and you know, like, dude, I, I I've been getting called a racist fucking nonstop yeah. since the Black Square issue, yeah. and 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 only because because I if you go back and listen to the episode, I explained what the BLM organization was versus the on, on episode 44 and 45, mm-hmm. right when the shit happened, and I know because. I'm, you and I are both very familiar with it because yeah. we're from Ferguson area, St. Louis area, where Ferguson is 15 miles up the road. And we've dealt with this organization before and we know what it's about. And, you know, just because I wouldn't contribute to the fundraising of that organization because it's not 
for black people. It's for white Democrats and people who are Marxist, socialist, communist nature. So I, I made a decision for our company that we're not going to put money in that group's pocket. That's not what's right. And we took the money and instead went directly to the community to help, which we always do. But dude, I get called a racist every day for that. Every fucking day, I'm getting people in my DMs, you're fucking racist. And it's just like, you ask why it doesn't carry any weight? That's why it doesn't carry any weight. Because yeah. you can't even talk about other avenues yeah. of, of solutions other than what the narrative is, you know, because people are just so slammed to yeah. believe that narrative, right? Yeah. It's forced down their throat. Right. And, I, you know, and I think, like I said, you know, I think I said it on a couple shows ago, you know, I think a lot of people are genuinely very, very pretty good people. And they believe that other people are good too. And, what, mm -hmm. and they take it at face value. They take mm -hmm. everything they do at face value. And so what happens is, you know, people end up trusting people that they shouldn't trust or believing in things that they shouldn't believe. And, you know, because they've invested their belief into those things, then when the opposite information shows itself that's actually true, they can't separate their own ego from the path that they chose, right? Because nobody likes to say, man, dude, I was wrong, you know, or I was misled. Or, or Guys, if you find yourself in this situation, you have to understand that there's, it's not your fault that you were misled to believe something that isn't true. That's, that's somebody else's fault. They're, you understand what I'm right. saying? Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's not a sin to be deceived. No, it's not. And, it, and, and, it, and if you have a good heart, it, it's more, I think if you have the better heart you have, the more easy it is to, to, to be deceived. For sure. Because you have belief in, in people because mm -hmm. you believe that everybody's like you. Right. And what's the same things you want, but there isn't, there's a lot of people out there. And then this is not a political statement. I'm just saying in hu humanity, whether their cause is the left or the right or business or wherever you go, there's people that do not have good intentions. And we have to admit that that's the first thing we have to admit. Not everything can be taken at face value. We have to read between the lines and look at what people say and look at where, you know, Follow where, you know, like in the BLM case, you know, follow where they're putting their money. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very easy to see if you just want to detach yourself from the, the emotional, you know, commitment that you've made to that, to that cause, right? Because it's, it's a very morally good cause. Like, we want equality. Yeah. We want, it seems like we're not getting the equality that we deserve. Okay. I'm down with that. Mm -hmm. Fuck, man. I think most people that are not, they, they, they've purposefully picked the most abrasive things to do to represent that brand, the BLM brand, mm -hmm. to divide people as much as possible. You know, do, look at what they're doing about kneeling with the national anthem. Right. Like, that's so abrasive and absurd to Americans that have any kind of understanding of American history or pride, right? Like Sal and I's biological grandfather, my dad's biological dad, who was killed to have freedom. What about the millions of people that were killed in all the wars? What about the hundreds of thousands of men and women, black and white, that were killed during the Civil War to free black people so that they could become equal citizens? There's lots of people that truly believe in the cause of equality that will not fucking kneel during the national anthem. Right. 
And that's the, that's what's getting lost here. You know, if you, if there was a different way to protest and all the money wasn't going to these fucking super groups, I think most Americans would get down with that cause. Yeah. That, that's truly what I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But instead they designed it in a way to where, you know, somebody who truly believes in America, like myself and a lot of other people, dude, it's like asking, it, it's like asking your, your family. It'd be like me asking you, Sal, which kid are you going to fucking give up? I got to take one of them. Which one? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a very conflicted, emotional decision to make. Like, yes, I understand that we have an issue here, and I understand that we, we want to solve it, and I understand that, but I can't fucking do that. Right. Well, I, and it's designed that way on purpose. I, absolutely. I believe, yeah. sorry, DJ, real quick. I, I believe that they intentionally created a litmus test that they could force on people, and this is what I mean by that. A litmus test is like basically saying, okay, well, if you're really serious about success and entrepreneurship, you should love Crush It by Gary Vee. And you should absolutely listen to all of his podcasts. That's a litmus test. And if you don't, then they say, oh, well, you're not serious about it. And it's completely arbitrary. It's kind of insane that the people who are in positions of influence right now in the whole conversation of race have created a litmus test. If you really care about race, you will use the phrase Black Lives Matter. That's right. And you will kneel. And if you don't, and you will you're kneel, the enemy. And, and if you don't, you are the enemy. Yeah. And that <laughs> is, and, and, and what's scary is too many people following that. Yeah. So like from, from my standpoint, like, okay, so there's a, there's a, there's a uh, verse of scripture that basically says that, that the whole group of the people of God is from every tribe, tongue, and nation. And basically what that means is it's all color. It's all people who love God. Well, suppose I'm just someone who, who, and I happen to be one, who says, well, I'm not comfortable with the phrase Black Lives Matter because of its associations with the organization. No, but the, but, but the I'm meaning, okay with the every tri- tribe, tongue, and nation. I'm totally down with that. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're okay with the cause Absolutely. and statement Black Lives Matter. Right. That, that's the brilliance behind the fucking name. That's right. why it's been, it's been purposefully installed to create what we're seeing right now. To create a forced litmus. Yes. Yep. And, and so, dude, it, it, you know, it, it was really opened my eyes at that conversation we had with my buddy Mike in our pool mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. So, uh, Mike Trotter. Yeah, my buddy Mike Trotter, who is a fucking great dude. He's a yeah. black guy. Okay. And we were all in my pool and we were talking. And, you know, things got a little, a little bit heated for a minute. Yeah. Because... He didn't understand. He was mad at DJ and I for some of the things that we had said about that and not really understanding what we were saying. And, dude, we had a great conversation oh. for probably two hours. Yeah. And at the end of it, he was like, fuck, man, I never even, like, even thought to think that. And what and what and was he said, his major issue? He said, he said you know, you know anyway, well, he man, just, I've, I've always respected you, but now I respect you even more. Yeah. Because once you understand, the, the problem was, he didn't, like, like you said, he didn't understand the difference between Black Lives Matter, the organization, Black Lives Matter, the cause, the, 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 the statement, right? Yes. He didn't understand the difference. And so when, you know, Andy had said that and I, I validated it, right? He was like, well, hold on, dude. Like, but he, but he trusted you, right? Yeah. And that, that was the biggest thing. I thought, I thought it was a beautiful moment, actually. No, it was cool, dude. But like, it, it's just, it, there's so much shit going on right now that is intentionally malicious that it's just really fucking people up, man. Yeah. Right. Y- you know, and it's, it's, it's unfortunate. I have a, a friend who's a black guy. He's an inner city pastor. We're dear friends. He and I disagree with on, uh, each other on this because his, his, he actually comes from it from the opposite. He's like, race 
racial harmony and, and beating racism is so important that you shouldn't even care what the associations of the phrase Black Lives Matter mean. And I say, Aaron, listen, dude, do you, do you have, like, let's say, let's go back 10 years ago. If somebody said to you, let's make America great again, would you have a problem using that phrase? And he's like, no, I wouldn't have a problem. I said, you, but you would now, right? Because I know you. He, he doesn't like Trump right, at right. all. So for him to use the phrase, I, and he was like, oh, okay, I, I kind of yeah. see your point. You know? yeah. um, for him to say, okay, yes, I get it. Phrases mean something. They, they, have, they have associations. So, yeah, I just think it's really dangerous to put anybody in a position to where they have to use well, a certain phrase or a certain word look, uh, dude, in order to prove themselves supportive of a good cause. Dude, look, we, 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 we explained this already on the podcast. This is a Marxist. This is a political movement of people. This is not a racial equality group. It's just not. It's just not. You can say it is all you want. You could believe it is all you want. It's not. It's a bunch of people who have hijacked the ideology that Black Lives Matter and inserted their own cause and their own motivation and their own destructive nature towards America. And people that recognize that cannot support it. No. That's just it. I I don't support it. No, we're fucking Americans first, bro. I'm going to tell you right now. When China comes over here and tries to bomb us, are they going to fucking selectively bomb uh the black people or the white people <laughs> or, you know, like, dude, we don't because America is a is a, com- a a country that is built around many different races. We have a unique dynamic in our culture where there's subcultures. Right. So the thing is, is that we have to fucking understand that there are unique challenges in America uh, by having different cultures. But that's what makes America great. Agreed. And so. Now we're getting told that we need to separate all these things. And, dude, we're moving backwards at an alarming rate that we all have to recognize and and say, look, man, because here's the part that no one's talking about. And I haven't seen anybody talk about this. But I'm going to tell you right now, dude, if I'm China right now or I'm fucking Russia or I'm Iran that doesn't, I'm these people that don't like America, I am fucking so happy right now because I'm like, dude, this is going to make them, this is going to ruin their country. Like, Dude, the Chinese people are not divided. Like, everybody thinks over there that there's, like, you know, two parties just like like this. Oh, no, one. there's not. There's one fucking party there. They're there's all united. One. They have tremendous pride in their country. And it's the same with all those groups. And so we're the only country because of a two-party system in the media that, that, that basically purposefully, intentionally divides that is very weak because of the division in this country. And I'm going to tell you guys, it doesn't matter what you think or say. When a other country comes here and they want to fuck us up, they're not going to, you think, because I know people are thinking this, like these far left extremists are thinking, well, you know, if they come here, they're going to help us. No, they're not. They're going to fucking kill you too. Because that's it. They don't see the difference. They see Americans. Right. And we're going to kill Americans. And our downfall in this country will be that we don't even see each other as Americans. That'll be Mm -hmm. the downfall here. Yeah. You know? I think uh, sure. one, one other thing, too, that I, like, I want to bring up, talking about like, you know, the, the weight of uh, being a racist, right? So, I yeah. mean, it's part of it. I think the other part, too, though, if you look throughout history, man, all the, the genuine real races, there were really never like, any consequences with it. Right? So you think of like the Jim Crow era, all those Democrats that made all those fucked up laws for black people, they didn't, get, they didn't go to jail. They didn't get fucking publicly executed. No. So I think that's also part of it, too. When, you don't, when there is no consequences for it, well, I mean, right. 
other than just calling you that. You know right. what I'm saying? It's, it's like just, it's a it's a slanderous term. Exactly. Right. You know, but you got a pedophile. Well, guess what? The pedophile is going to jail. Yeah. Because we know that's socially unaccepted. Yeah. And so if we took that same mindset with racism, well, you're a racist. That's when that's not acceptable. You're going to jail. Yeah. Yeah, you have to give it some consequences too. I think a big problem too, bro, is that a lot of and this is this is definitely not gonna be a popular statement. And I know a lot of people are gonna argue. I don't really give a fuck. This is truth. A lot of right now, um, white people are the only people that can say racist shit. Mm-hmm. That's the fucking that's the narrative in, in society. Yeah. So like if you're Asian or you're black and you say something that's anti white, it's not racist. No. Because and people will yeah. argue and say, Well, that's because the whiteness and the privilege and that's built in and, and that's the oppressive race and this and that and this look, man, it comes down to doing the right fucking thing. Yeah. And it comes, you guys have to understand that those things where you label people one way and it's only one. Okay. That's what's creating this fucking void. Right. And, 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 and dude, it's not talked about because everybody's scared to say it. Yeah. But the truth is, is like, dude, we can't ever get united or ever get progress until this, this, these bigotry terms and labels are just eliminated from everybody's culture. Yeah. You know, you can't... Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Like, it, it, it's not right. And, and dude, you, do you think that, like, let's say, for example, you know, like, I'm a dude who I feel, I feel pretty proud of what I've done for, to, to bring uh, diversity to our company, to, 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 to do my part and for, you know, bringing the equality... To, to the forefront. I feel very comfortable with who I am and what I believe and know that it's right. But then like when I make a decision, like we talked about a minute ago and I get the, all that kind of heat, then, you know, and I'm not saying this is me, but there's people like this. Like for me, you know, I'm like, fuck it, dude. They just don't understand. I'm gonna keep doing my thing. But what about the people who have good intentions that you attack? And then they just say, fuck it. I'm not going to do anything anymore. Yeah. And they just stop. Or you get told that you're only doing the good shit because it's your white guilt. Dude, I was told the other day, you saw it, yeah. the, uh, that I have- To me, that's fucked up. Fucking white savior complex. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'm a racist. Then I explained what I've done. Then I, and it's like, well, now you have white savior. So what the fuck is it? <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, right. dude, we can't have this in the world. No. Like, it cannot be this or that or this or that. And, and I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's disturbing because I feel like it's getting worse, not better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean- there's a couple of ways you, you can't live. You can't live by a double standard and expect it to be accepted. Right. But secondarily, you certainly can't live in a world where there's no consequences to your actions. And I think when you look at social media in general, it's no different than the furry community. You know, we talk, go back they're to hiding, our, right? Not only they're hiding, they're, they get to go online and play this, whatever, whatever role you want to play, you can go be. Yeah. And there's no consequences to the action because it's a keyboard, right? Like right. you put your little furry mask on and you run into the ballroom and you dance around and act like whatever you want to do or whoever you want to be. And, and no one fuck, knows. No one knows. Right. And there's no consequence to the action, you know, in, in, a, in the sense, right? And so, you know, we're, we're in a, and, th- and this is where, you know, I've tried to really make a conscious effort to understand that the internet's the internet. And the real world is still the real world. And human, human interaction to me still trumps any interaction I'm going to have on the internet. And it, it's a very difficult place to live because obviously our business is through the fucking internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. A big portion of our lives is through social media. Right. But you know what I know? When I go to Pad Thai, I love those people. They're fucking from Thailand. They're good people. They make fucking unbelievable, you know, Pad Broccoli double chicken level four. Indeed they do. And I don't give a fuck <laughs> what, what they look like. Yeah. You know, and I, 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 when I go to uh, 
I had to go pick up my food the other day. And the lady who delivered uh, the, the walked the food out for, for curbside, guess what? She was black. She was a great person. Yeah. And I had a nice little conversation with yeah. her. I said, please and thank you. It's an amazing concept. Guess what? She was nice to me. Yeah. And you know what I realized? Is whatever you, you know, sometimes what you see on that fucking phone isn't fucking reality. Yeah. yeah. And so I have to really digest like, all right, well, what is it really like? Because, you know, I, I'm a believer in being, being the change that you want to see in the world. Me too. And guess what? When I'm out in the world, it sure as fuck ain't what like I see on that fucking phone. That's the truth. That's how I see no, it. No, I agree. And so like the, the standard that we set for ourselves, we're all trapped into this little fucking device or this little screen. And the truth yeah. of the matter is like, uh, get your fucking head out and go look around. Yeah. You know what I mean? And guess what? If you see a problem, try to fix it. Help. Well, be, you know, be a part of the solution. Yeah. You know, and yeah, like, I agree. You know, like, and this is kind of like our initiative in Haiti or, or what we do with the, the police department or what we're doing now with the child trafficking, child trafficking and, you know, some other organizations that were, you know, the, the, the fitness in the inner city, like, guess what? We see a problem. Well, we you get can, involved. Yeah. Right. And you know what? You can't always get involved with your fucking hands. So sometimes you fucking write checks. Yeah. You know, and That's you figure right. out what you're great at. The world needs you, both. Yeah. yeah, it needs both. Yeah. It needs people who can fucking do both. And like, the thing is, is like, and this is the, this is the root of the issue to me. You know, like there's a whole lot of fucking talkers and fucking bitchers and fucking complainers and not enough fucking doers, you know? And, and so, and I realize that, like what I realize, and I believe this, I believe and I said this, I don't know, a couple episodes ago, like Luke Bryan has a song, I believe most people are good. It's a good, it's a great fucking song. And then when you really start listening to the words, I believe that. I think most people are. I think we, we tend to fucking bend our ear or give our ear to the fucking loud, cry, cry, bitchy 1%. And especially when it comes to social, because you're attracted to the furthest, grossest, nastiest fucking comment because it's what fucking catches your eyeball. The truth of the matter is, is like, dude, there's 90% of the fucking people over here that fucking don't, they don't think like that. No. Fuck and they're all thinking people. the same thing. They're yeah. like, dude, fuck that guy. But that's the, therein right. lies the problem when, when you have the cancel culture is because fuck, fuck, I don't want to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, I, I think it's important, dude. I, I honestly, bro, like, I think it's important people start sticking up for each other online. That, they're in, yeah. that, that's kind of where yeah. I was getting at. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, it's not that I don't want to say something. I'm, you, you touched on this. Like, I'm secure enough with who I am and the right. actions that I make that I'm, the consequences are the consequences. Like, I understand that, and I'm willing to, like, I'm going to fuck up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to fucking happen. You know right. what I'm saying? So I got to take that with a grain of salt and understand, like, okay, like, what? So I got to offer that fucking same grace to somebody else when they fuck up. Because yeah. guess what? Vaughn, you're going to fuck up. Well, you said it. It's <laughs> grace. Yeah. yeah. It's grace. Yeah. yeah and like, people hey. just aren't having it. And, and, and I think that's very dangerous because, there's going to become a time where you're going to need some grace. Yeah. Right. Everybody, yeah. you know, and, and that the, the forgiveness and humility and all those things, like, you know, as I've matured as an adult, because like when you're younger, you know, it, the easy thing is, oh, fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck off. Fuck you. You know, fuck it's not, you, re- it's not real though. Right. Yeah. Well, right. Vaughn, Vaughn and I had, we had an interaction. We did. We had a great interaction. Vaughn bitched out one time. You guys docked? <laughs> no, that, you, you know, can't I use did, my own joke on me, but I'd like to think that you appreciated that. I was direct about it. I respect you yeah. more now because of that interaction than I ever would yeah. have before yeah. ever, ever in a yeah. hundred million years. And just to kind of paint this picture for everybody listening, Vaughn was going to run a half marathon with us. We said we're going to run a half marathon in 30 days. We went to run it. Vaughn I decided I didn't want to die. Yeah. Vaughn bitched out. <laughs> much like, much like DJ, much like DJ would. Don't I bring did. it. Don't bring but, it over here. But uh, very, very much, very similarly. Yeah. To, to DJ would be sick that day. You just yeah. didn't. Sh- you just fucking said you're not doing it. But I came in one day <laughs> literally to bust fucking Vaughn's balls, do what I do best. And Vaughn was not having it. 
I mean, I said, hey, man, I really appreciate you showing up for the fucking half. You know, my yeah, true yeah, smart ass yeah. fucking fashion. Right. Really appreciate you showing up to fucking run the half marathon with us today. Yeah. And he's, I forget what you said. I don't but- think I was. What I think is really funny is I think that's probably the first time in on the premises of first form that anybody saw me like that. Oh, yeah. So I think people were looking in going. What is going on? Oh, Vaughn, don't worry. <laughs> we all laughed at you. Yeah, well, you that's were pissed. Right. The fucking the steam was rolling. <laughs> yeah, and I was, was like, fun. I was thinking. I remember thinking in my head, like Vaughn's really fucking pissed here. Yeah. Well, some yeah. people do pissed real good, and yeah, and some people it just ain't their thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway, Vaughn was Vaughn basically told me to fuck off, and I said, okay, all right, I remember that. And I didn't say hi to Vaughn for the next, <laughs> I don't know, four yeah. months. I mean, I oh, it wasn't that long. Come on. It was a long time. Well, you're implying that we held a grudge for four months. Oh, I we didn't. did not just learn. Listen, me. Okay. I have a good way of you. You fuck me over. I, I will build a wall and just exile <laughs> you from it. It's just, dude, it's, I am mentally wired that way. Like, okay. Yeah. The yeah. dot crosses me. Yeah. Out of necessity. Yeah. I, I just it's out it, of necessity. Yeah. Even Otherwise, learning, you go crazy. Just wash your hands. Yeah. But there's a part of it, too, where mm-hmm. I will talk to everybody in the room except Vaughn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, I have a good way of delivering the fuck you salad, too. And, and <laughs> you know, and I remember Vaughn walked into my office one day like a grown ass man. I, this is the this is the part that the, the society needs now more than ever is humility to be able to walk in and say these fucking words. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, we move forward. We're not. And you know, hands. I had wanted to do that for like weeks. That's hard. Honest, it, it, it's fucking well, here's hard, why it's hard, man. Here's why it's hard. I'm. I can get. Most people don't know this, but I get. I can get really emotional. And so, like, it was. It wasn't so much like it. It. It cut me to the core that I that I did that and I hated that about myself. But I'm like, crap. I gotta say something. But I knew I was gonna. I how'd thought you I feel? Was how'd get, you feel after you owned it? Oh, I felt great. Okay. But my my concern, like the little lie, the bitch voice in the, yeah. me, was. The bitch voice was saying, you know, you're going to get emotional yeah. and Sal's going to think you're a pussy. Yeah. You're getting emotional. <laughs> when in reality, I think getting emotional shows that I care. Yeah. You yeah. know? So, nah, no, but it was I, good. But that, that is a, those are lessons in life that most, like, specifically now, because people can bitch and kick and scream and fucking play it on social media that they don't, they don't have the ball sack right. to walk into the proverbial room because they can right. do it through that little fucking right. phone. Yeah. They don't have to man the fuck right. up and walk in that fucking room and say, hey, man, right. I fucked up. Well, Sal, if they did have to do that, they would have never said it in the first place. Well, so that's they, kind they, of the problem. There, there's the furry that's issue, right? right? The furry right. issue is like it's desensitization because there are no real consequences yeah. to what you fuck you put well, on that phone. Well, because people don't hold themselves accountable to their own words and thoughts and actions. Right. And like, dude, you know, it's confusing too because not to me, but to them as to why they don't ever get ahead. And dude, I'm, I, you know, I don't have proof of this other than what I've observed in my own life, but fuck dude, I've had people try to kill me and I'm like, mm-hmm. I hope that person has learned their lesson right. and built a good life for himself. Well, you see what I'm saying? To your point. Dude. Yeah, but hold on. Oh, sorry. So, so a lot of these people, their lives are miserable. Their lives are frustrating. Their lives are depressive and they can't figure out why all the bad things happen to them. But the truth is, the reason the bad things keep happening to you is because you keep acting like that to right. other people. Right. I, I have the example of this. This is like, this couldn't have played out better, like timing-wise. Yesterday, okay? So Enzo, my son, mm-hmm. got stung by a wasp two fucking days in a row, okay? But I, and my, I'm in a household <laughs> where we learned, mm-hmm. and we were going to fucking adjust and adapt. And two different houses. So at my house, he's over, he's stirring up the, the rocks, and- the fucking um, uh, a wasp came out and stung him, right? Just stung him randomly, crying like fucking crazy, you know. That shit hurts. Fuck yeah, and it sucks <laughs> to see your kids because like you want to fix it, but you, everybody knows like 
Yeah, it hurts. You ain't, yeah, <laughs> you ain't fucking fixing that motherfucker. Yeah. It stings. Yeah. Well, next, and I couldn't explain to him, like, hey, man, why'd that happen? Because it just stung him. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, well, you're in the rocks and you're digging and, you know, like fucking whatever. He goes to dad's house. My dad has these like little dog statues <laughs> in the yard and he's running around. And he kicks them over. And my dad's like, stop kicking them fucking things over. Yeah. And he, you know, it's like one of my things that aggravates my dad. Well, in the last two weeks since Enzo hasn't been there, one of the, they, the wasp built a nest underneath one of them oh, because shit. he kicked it over. So Enzo walks by, kicks the fucking thing over, kicks it over, wasp stings him twice. Wow. And, and he's, you know, crying, freaking out, comes home and he's like, dad, why, why do you sting me? I said, well, there's a learning lesson. There's a consequence. You kicked over his house. Papa told you not to kick that, not to kick it over, but those are his house and those little wasps, they're going to defend their house. So you should listen to Papa. Don't fucking kick and cause damage to other people's stuff and you won't get stung. Pain, well, pain teaches. I, I will <laughs> tell you this. Since it's your son, he's going to kick that dog seven or eight more times. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> but since it's my son, he's going to kick it over the hill. <laughs> two things, going back to what you were saying, Andy, two things. One is, to your point, you said, how did I feel after I after I went and admitted that I was wrong? I, I felt awesome. Yeah. I felt bulletproof. Our relationship like, is our relationship 10x is much better. better. And, and, and so I think people don't understand that when you do humble yourself, the, the hurt is temporary. The grace starts flowing in, and dude, you realize that, man, dude, I feel better. We were like, just talking about this, DJ and I, about how, because, dude, I get my DMs, and I, I know a lot of you guys who are, you know, I'm a central guy, believe it or not. You know, a lot of people are say, you know, they say, well, you know, you've said, that you, you know, you support Trump right now. Well, that doesn't mean that I'm fucking far right. Yeah. That just means that I'm understanding the situation and I'm, I'm saying really I'm picking what is better for the constitution of the United States and my, you know what I mean? But people don't want to hear that shit. Mm -hmm. And dude, you know, I have so many, dude, my DMS have, been, and I was telling DJ that I was actually showing him this are filled with Democrats who are central thinking. Like I would consider myself slightly right of center. Um, and I would, you know, some of these people are slightly left of center. And then even traditional Democrats, Sal, we were talking about one of them just yesterday, one of our cousins, okay? And who's a great fucking guy. He just happens to think a little bit more left than what you and I think. He's equally left of center. Yeah, I would say that. Yes, yeah. common sense, dude. A little bit more that way. Very and successful dude, look, in business. And for whatever you think, whatever you think, unless you're all the way to the right in the KKK, and all the way to the left in this Antifa shit, fuck you if you're in those groups. <laughs> but no, for real. No, I agree. Fuck I'm, you. Just, yeah. I'm laughing because yeah, you're Because right. you're the fucking reasons that we're having yeah. these problems right now, both those groups. And so if we could fucking get to the, uh, to the understanding that, like, well, here, my story. My story is I have all these DMs from people who, a lot of black Americans, a lot of left of center Americans, and a lot of traditional Democrats have been DMing me like these almost messages of shame. They're like, dude, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I have to vote for Trump, man. Like this shit has gotten insane. I can't support this. And, and I can't tell my friends, I can't do this. And, it, and I'm thinking like, dude, you don't, you're not getting it. Like it, this is right and wrong at this point. Right. In my opinion, that's how I'm seeing it. Oh yeah. So especially if this pedophilia shit comes to the surface and it ends up being true what they're saying, Fuck. But my point is, is that, dude, when you change your mind, I just did a whole podcast on this. Like, 
You know, when you let go and admit and say, God, dude, I was, I was fucking wrong or I was misled. Dude, the shame doesn't come on you. The shame leaves you mm-hmm. and the grace does come in. And a lot of people have been painting. And, and I want to say this because it's, it's the truth. A lot of people have been painting the, the right as everybody who's on the right is some sort of white supremacist, fucking crazy fuck who, you know, secretly believes that they hate black people and all this shit. It's not true. Dude, if you go to a Trump rally and you watch how black Americans are treated, they're treated with love. They're embraced. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't matter if it's just black Americans. It's anybody there. But we don't see that on the other side right now. We see just hate, 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 hate. And, and guys, you know, I guess my, my point in all of this is there's a lot of people out there struggling right now with a moral decision to make, like a decision that they might have to vote against what they would traditionally believe to save the Constitution. And I, I actually agree with that assessment. That's, you know, a lot of people can get mad when I say that. But, and dude, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm fucking wrong. Yeah. You know, may, I'm not saying I fucking know. I'm saying... Here's what I see, and I also feel pretty confident in my ability to see the whole playing field. Okay, that's all I've ever been trying to say. Like, I feel pretty good about how I see the whole game, and I'm, I'm pretty skilled at that in my life. I see a lot of people struggling with that moral dilemma. They're like, dude, fuck. Because I think a lot of people are starting to feel like if they vote on the left, it's like, it's like saying pedophilia is okay almost. You know what I mean? with a lot of the shit that's starting to trickle out. Yeah. Um, and I want those people who are struggling to understand that, like, you're going to feel better if you, if you do what you know is right. You know what I mean? And, and doing the right thing is really hard sometimes. It's hard to walk into somebody's office and say, hey, man, I fucked up. Sorry. You know, that, that's hard. And by the way, you don't have to do that in the public either. You don't have to, like, right. you, that's the beauty of fucking the American system. You don't have to, to be, you know, loud. When I was growing up, you know, it was, we were taught that you don't talk about politics. Your political beliefs are your own. Right. Um, you don't talk about religion. Your religious beliefs are your own. Uh, you know, those things were not socially acceptable to talk about. And, and you can see why right now, you know, right. uh, but I, I don't know, man. I feel like a lot of people are very conflicted because they're afraid to disappoint their, the, the community that they've become a part of by thinking for themselves. Um, and by the way, this can go the other way, too. Like, let's just say let's just say you're a Trump guy, in all fairness. By the way, someone asked me the other day if Trump came, Trump, Trump is, 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 is linked to Epstein as well. If he comes out as a child toucher, are you still going to support him? Fuck no. Fuck no. <laughs> like, dude, that's, that's what you... a dumb question. It, yeah, I know, it but... It just assumes that you're this mindless I, guy... I know. ...who just agrees with everything. I, dude, I didn't even address it. I didn't uh. answer it because I wanted to answer it here. Like, yeah, if I fucking find out this motherfucker's been doing shit to kids, guess what? Fuck him, too. Yep. See, bitch. Everybody thinks that. That every fucking Trump guy or girl that I know if that were to come out, would feel the same way. There'd be a 100%. third nomination for president yep. and that would be that. Okay. So, but the point is, what was I saying before that? You guys all forgot. Cause I was just going on. Yeah. On. <laughs> well, you're, you're, I think I was talking about, um, you know, 
making a decision, like let's just say fa- for fair for fair conversation, okay, that we're making a decision about uh, I'm a, I'm a I'm a traditional Trump guy because there's these people too. There is these people because I've heard from them too who have voted for Trump in 2016 that don't want to vote for him now. Okay. And if that's you and you feel like that's the right thing to do and you're conflicted because you've always voted on the right, bro, you're going to feel better when you just come to terms with the fact that you've got to make the best decision at the time. This, I, this, this idea that we have to vote along party lines or we're this or that and our identity is linked to these parties is what's dividing America anyway. Yep. We should be looking at it like this. Instead of looking at it like, you know, Democrat or Republican, we should be looking at it, I believe, right versus wrong and trying to find the correct answer to the situation. Now, we could argue all day long about what that is, but I think if we all step back and just separate ourselves from our traditional beliefs of the party identity that they make us commit to and say, okay, what the fuck is right and what's wrong? Dude, we would have a lot better communication in this country. You know, take away the name calling, take away this, take away that. And I mean, dude, look, it's gotten so bad. I got fucking told uh, the other day that my fucking beard was toxic masculinity. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. Like, dude. I got told that my beard was tox- toxic masculinity. We need to take that phrase and make it into a, like, a positive. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it's... it. it it doesn't so even rid- make so any ridiculous. fucking sense at all. Like, that's not even what toxic masculinity fucking in theory is, okay? Yeah. But we, we are so quick to just attack, 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 that it divides people. Like, even, okay, look, and for fair conversation, the right, you know, people are very enthusiastic about Trump. They absolutely are. Those people calling every motherfucker that has any sort of liberal view a fucking you know, fascist or a this or a that. Dude, that's equally as bad. Yeah. That is equally as bad. That's a great point. That, you, no, I, dude, I, 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 I wanted to talk, you know, I, I think I've been nervous and scared for America so much that I've gotten a little bit, you know, away from what I would normally, how to explain things. Yeah. I've just gotten passionate about it. And the message has come across a little bit the wrong way. The, the way I... This isn't about party lines. This is about preserving the Constitution of America so that our kids and their kids can have the freedom and the ability to improve their lives. And if we go to that communist regime, that's that's not something that's part of that regime. Told my teacher, dumb bitch, I'm gonna get millions. Watch this. In the project living, spoke it till existence.